You're listening to Special Education Matters, a regular podcast about things that matter in special education. I'm your host, Michael Bull, and I am the proud father of an 18-year-old boy with autism. I'm here to introduce a special series we are running on our podcast, Special Education Matters. Our lead attorney, Richard Isaacs, and others will be discussing the process and steps that happen when a parent decides to work with us. Today, Richard and I talk about mediation. Mediation is the process ordered by the California Office of Administrative Hearings after a due process complaint has been filed. Enjoy. All right, Rich, today we're going to talk about mediation and what it is, when to do it, what happens, what it feels like, and should I be freaking out as a parent when it's time to do mediation. So let's start right at the beginning. Just can you give us an overview of what mediation is? Yeah, mediation is an opportunity for the school district. Usually their attorney will be with them, a district administrator like the special education director. It may have a program specialist as well, and they'll sit down with the family and the Office of Administrative Hearings will provide the mediator. And typically that's an administrative law judge, an ALJ. Sometimes it's just a mediator, meaning they don't actually hear or try cases. They just help mediate. And that takes place at the school district office. So tell me about the process itself in that when does it happen, like within the overall steps that I go through as a parent, when do I hit mediation? So mediation typically happens right before hearing. It's the last opportunity. I shouldn't say last, but it's the last official opportunity uh-huh. to sit down with the district. You have a mediator pr- present to work out a resolution. The court requires it to be within 60 days of the hearing date. So, I, But as we reviewed, I think, in the last show, that you actually set a hearing date first and then the mediation. Like, you don't start with mediation. You start with a hearing date, and then in front of that is the mediation, Right. Correct. So the court will set the hearing date. And let's say the court sets a date um, six weeks from the point or the six or seven weeks from when you file. Uh, There is no mediation date set. The parties will work together to come up with the mutually agreed upon date for mediation. Oftentimes what happens is we we file a request for mediation. And then we also file requests at the same time to continue or push out the hearing dates. The only requirement from the court is that the mediation is held within 60 days of the hearing date that we're requesting. Okay, so just to go back on it, so I have to first file a due process complaint asking for a hearing, and then the mediation gets triggered. I can't just say, I want to do a mediation, can I? There's a, no, (laughs) this is where it gets a little bit confusing. The Parents can. The parents can actually, if they don't have an attorney, an attorney cannot do this. The parents can actually file for mediation only. And that gives them an opportunity to have the state provide a mediator and they can sit down with the school district. But again, attorneys can't go and attorneys cannot use that tool. My problem with that is if there's there's no consequence, if there's no settlement. So if parents go to mediation, and there's no resolution, then what do they do? There, there's nothing after. Where When we file the due process complaint and then schedule mediation, if we don't settle at mediation, the next step is to go to a trial. Okay, so and they, that's a consequence. So that they have the that hanging over their head in a sense the district correct. does. But I mean, I could still do that. If I go to mediation and I file it on my own and I don't like it, then I could file a due process complaint, right? You could. I think the better tool for families would just go, would, would be, and a lot of school districts offer this, is their internal IDR, the their own resolution dis- dispute mm-hmm. 
uh, process where you can sit down. You don't have the mediator, but you can sit down and try to work through your, your differences. If you file for mediation only, that just pushes things out. And then you still have to file for due process, which pushes things out. And, you know, there are statute of limitations issues that, that come into play. Oh, sure. Okay. All right. I got it. So let's talk about the process then and that, what it's like. So if I go into mediation, is it some exciting thing where there's thousands of people watching and cameras asking me how I felt when I came out, or is it a little less interesting than that? <laughs> yeah, it's very, very much less interesting than that. It's really no, no pressure. It's, it's at the school district um, for the most part. Sometimes it'll be at the school site or different school site, but most of the time it's at the school district uh, offices. And you'll have a conference room. The state, like I said, provides the mediator, which is often the ALJs. And the ALJs live throughout the state, and they're assigned to zones. Like we have San Diego um, office, and they cover Orange County, the Inland Empire. We have the Los Angeles office, which also covers the Inland Empire in Orange County. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Oakland and Sacramento office. And sometimes we get mediators because they're busy that are flying down from Sacramento. Uh, to go to mediation in Orange County. So the mediators will, will meet the parties at the school site. Every mediator has their own style, but the idea is they usually start at 9.30 in the morning, and you'll spend the first half hour uh, just getting to know the, the mediator, explaining a few of the issues. Sometimes the parties will meet to, together first. The mediator will do an opening statement, just explain the mediation process, how it's informal, and the benefits of mediation, then oftentimes the parties will separate into different rooms. Oh, really? And then the mediator will talk to them in each room? The mediator will go back and forth, bringing, ah. you know, offers and counter offers. And then, you you know, it, oftentimes what happens is it's the district that really takes a long time. And that might be because they're calling the different people in the district who may know the student, because sometimes, you know, mediation, you just have district admin who's never met the student. So they may need to get more information on there and or see what resources and talk to the to, to people in terms of services that we're requesting, reimbursement and stuff like that. But the mediator will go back and forth. And a good mediator leverages both parties and really pushes them um, to reach a settlement. Okay. And so is there is or isn't a mediator – excuse me, you, you do or you don't bring your attorney or it's optional? No. If you're going to be in mediation based on a – with a due process filing – it's typically because you have an attorney. Now, parents who file on their own, they can obviously go to media, mediation. But because the point of mediation is to settle it and get a settlement agreement, you really want an attorney to look at the language of that settlement agreement uh, and right. make sure that, that you're protected. Okay, so that's one of the important things. So if you go to hearing, it's, somewhat, it's a little bit of a roll of the dice because you make your point, the district makes its point, and then the administrative law judge renders the decision. Where the difference with mediation is you are part of that final decision because you can just choose not to sign it, right? Talk about that. Right. So the scary part about not settling a case, and when I say scary, I mean you're, just, you're really just rolling the dice. Is instead of reaching a resolution – you absolutely know what you're going to get. So if you go to mediation and settle the case and you get X dollars in reimbursement for, say, private services and so many speech hours and OT hours or whatever you're looking for, you if you settle on a number, you know that you're going to get, get that. If you don't settle and you go to hearing, there is no guarantee that the judge is going to rule in your favor. So you're really just rolling the dice. Oftentimes, we can be more creative in reaching a resolution, meaning we can get things agreed upon between the district and mm-hmm. parents for services that the court's never going to grant. We have students placed at private private schools that the court will never 
um, ordered the district to to pay for that pri- private school. But we can do it in settlement. And so there is a strong benefit. The only time we've been to hearing is when the district really comes to the table with nothing and pushes us to, to hearing. And if they're not going to offer anything, then the cost-benefit analysis really sways in favor of hearing because we have nothing to, to lose. Other than, you know, there is a time next month, but we have nothing to lose because we're not going to give up any services because they're not offering. And for example, that might be an eligibility case where the district just says, no, we're not going to make the student eligible, no IEP. Well, in that case, we have to go to due process uh, and put it in the hands of a judge. So in general, though, what's your experience when it comes to the mediation? Is it a pretty good thing that works or are districts now starting to say, I'm just going to come with nothing and push you to hearing? I, what we're finding now, and this is, you know, and it, it changes. There's always cycles. And, and, but right now, it seems that we're in a cycle that we're not settling as many cases at mediation. It doesn't mean that mediation's not, not appropriate or effective because we do make progress in the settlement discussions. You know, we have a discussion, we kind of understand each other's positions, and there'll be a few offers back and forth, but we just don't have an agreement. What I'm finding is, is the closer we're getting to hearing, meaning one week, even days before hearing, we're reaching the the, the settlement and getting the, the numbers that we had originally requested, you know, a couple months before. Also, the second piece of this is the quality of the mediators really varies. If oh. there are some excellent mediators that I feel really push and help the parties resolve things. And there's some mediators that have a real hands-off approach and they don't do anything. And at that point, mediation is, is, is really not, not being effective. All right. So in the end, then it's, it's possible that it's not going to work out for you in mediation. That might even be the strategy of the district, but you still see it as a worthwhile effort to, to put some time and energy into. I do. And I think that we're also, you know, talking to opposing counsel. And if we feel that we can make more gains just by going back and forth ourselves with our clients and pushing things forward, we are also settling cases without outside of mediation and just not wasting the time or, or resources. Mediation typically takes all, all day. And I've started doing half-day mediations and just getting in there for three hours. And if we can resolve it, great. If not, we'll just continue outside of mediation. But for families understanding, you know, mediation starts at 930. Oftentimes it'll go to four or five. Um, it's been a while that I've had mediation go well into the, the evening hours. And, you know, because both parties wanted to stay and knock things out and we were able to reach re- resolution. But it's been a while um, since that that's happened. Mediation is it's, it's a slow process. Um, if we get an agreement in principle, usually we can do that in the first few hours, but then it might take a couple more hours to work on the language of the agreement, meaning the district's going to draft the agreement. We have to mm-hmm. read it, make some adjustments, go back to the district. Sometimes we have to negotiate over the, the language. It's just a slow process. So it's, a, you know, one thing I tell families, bring some snacks, plan on being there all, <laughs> all day. It's not stressful because we don't have to settle, but it's an opportunity to sit, sit down and work towards resolution. It's just a slow process, though. All right, so what's more entertaining, being a mediation for your child or buying a used car? (laughs) Or are they the same? Yeah. You don't have to buy the car in the end, I guess, but but you do have to help your child. (laughs) Okay, next up we'll talk uh, about the hearing process itself if uh, mediation didn't work out. Thanks for listening to another edition of Special Education Matters. For more information, including show notes, head to our website, csnlg.com slash listen. And if you like what you hear, please uh, consider giving us a review on iTunes. Those reviews bring us lots of happiness. I'm your host, Michael Bull, and we will talk again soon.